This is The Dirty on 30, a podcast that spills the tea on everything 30s. Join your hosts, Melissa and Anna, as they dish on life, relationships, and whatever else they can think of. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of The Dirty on 30. My name is Anna. And my name's Melissa. Welcome to June. And June is Pride Month. And June is Pride Month. Happy Pride Month, everybody. Yes, as a member and an ally, and we are happy to be celebrating it as much as we can. To just celebrate love in general. Love is love is love. Love is love is love, yes. That is what I always say. It's hard, though, but... It really is. So... I don't talk about my brother a lot on this podcast, but my brother is gay. He and his fiance are engaged. I know. <laughs> they are uh, happily have been dating for several years now, and I'm super happy and proud of, of them both. But like my brother was one of those, I'm going to say gay boys, that moved to college and then came out. He never officially came out in Chino. Yeah. He just just left and was like, guess what, people? We're, we're gay. And we were all like, not really surprised. <laughs> I guess my dad was surprised, but like, he was oblivious. Yeah. Well, I mean, That's sometimes... just dads. But yeah, sometimes they're just oblivious to things they don't want to see. Right. So, I mean, it makes sense. It does. Yeah. I, um, I don't think... Well, I, some, I used to have it on my bio... But I don't think I've like officially formally, formally came out to anybody. Opened that closet door and walked right on out. No, I did not. I don't think I ever really have had a, had, had a formal announcement. Yeah, just because I don't think. Well, but at some point you had to tell your parents that you were dating. No. You never, you no. never like said, "Hey, I'm dating a woman." No, they just knew. They just found out. I'm not like I not. Yeah, no, that was bad. Right? That was not good. One, so, because I didn't tell them. Well, because... We definitely should have a coming out party for you then. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. That would be great because I just, I feel like my, I live like in two separate worlds. Right. The world with my parents and just everywhere else where I feel comfortable. Right. And... Um, and I feel like a lot of people go through that, and that's the whole point of yeah. Pride is to have a month where you can feel completely yeah. comfortable in yourself yeah. and celebrate so who you here are. here I am at 33, not officially. I feel like everyone knows, but like, no, like, right. I, yeah, my parents too. But Well, like I said, my brother never really had a formal coming out. He just yeah. moved to college, and everybody there was just introduced to him as being gay, yeah. and everybody here never really got any kind of formal acknowledgement. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's hard. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. I can only imagine all the other reasons why. Um, but just for me, I guess it just, it didn't seem as important as like to make the announcement in terms of that. It just, I always feel like when lately, recently in the last couple years, when I've dated somebody, I, even though I will say boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever, I do like to use the word partner regardless of the gender, um, just because it's just easier and 
more gender more, neutral yeah, and just inclusive and it's not and in anybody's like, business as to whether yeah. it's a girlfriend or a boyfriend yeah so just that's actually kind of okay so fiance is a gender neutral word right yeah so I've been telling stories lately about Josh and his fiance, yeah. and I've realized that I think some of the new people that I'm telling stories to don't realize that Josh is gay. Oh, yeah. Because I'm just telling stories about Josh and his fiance. It's, it's like, <laughs> fiance. Right. <laughs> get, get that extra E. No, not, no. Right. It's not. Not, not. Does fiance, like the girl, have, has the, like the little accent mark, right? Or do they both? I don't know if they both do. I think I don't. The, I've always male, just called the, them fiance in yeah, they're just, interchangeably. They're just yeah. And I don't think I've ever really written it down. Yeah, I think. Or I I think you could just put the two e's right. Right. And you don't need it, but I think French has needs it or something. But, but it yeah, yeah the gender the gender neutral terms. I'm down for partner. It doesn't bother me at all. Yeah. Especially because I, I feel like we are getting to the age where saying boyfriend starts to get a little... Yeah, we're too old Starts for to that. get a little high school. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Although I have seen shows where they're older. Right, right. They still say that. But even when they say it in shows, they have that like, oh, well, I haven't said that in like years. Right. You know, so like it's obviously there's that like... Stigma. I don't want to say stigma, but like that right. thing that like you you're it feels yeah you're too old it, to right. be to be dating. Yeah. You're, you should be married already. Yeah, exactly. Kind of vibes. Yes, I don't know. Like I definitely not in high. I don't. I don't know when I realized it. I think I just well, I didn't have like this awakening. Epiphany. Right? Yeah. No. And yeah, I don't think so. Well, I, just I mean, think, that's how it works with being yeah. straight. I never had an epiphany of, oh my God, I love men. I was a fourth grader who had a crush. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> there was no yeah. epiphany. <laughs> well, it's crazy because like if you talk to my high school friends. Right. Wherever they may be. Like <laughs> I was boy crazy. Right. Like crush, crush, crush. But obviously still back then. There was maybe like one gay couple, maybe you know, like oh one right. One in high school, nobody like, really, nobody yeah. really advertised anything in high school. Yeah, no. so obviously it's not like not something that I would just come out and say. No, my high school, there were. I mean, like I said, it was not advertised by anybody really. So I yeah. understand why my brother didn't come out. But then I went to Berkeley, and everybody there was so accepting of all genders and orientations and sexualities. Yeah. And that's kind of where I, I uh, became a what I consider a, a an ally. Yeah, I think it's it's hard because sometimes I was a not that I was a I'm very I've always been love is love is love. I've always been like that. I just didn't necessarily like it. Didn't fit my blueprint of the life that I wanted, wanted because yourself, I right. had wanted like you know the marriage and everything, kids and all that. But obviously right, we're not that, there yet. That has changed. You had that good Catholic fantasy. <laughs> yes. Um, of the church wedding. But it really hit me, like, I guess out. Yeah, like in college and like in my jobs because I just, my high school best friend, one one of them, we both were working at knots and she stopped talking to me because she started hanging out with a girl and she like accused me of being jealous and it's kind of like 
but I could be jealous of my best friend being taken away too. Oh, absolutely. You know what I mean? But then like you're somebody that I spent a lot of time with and I care a lot about and now you're ignoring yeah. me for somebody else. Yeah. But if you look at kind of the girls that I find attractive in a sense, they fit that same type. Yeah. So I think I just wasn't. Maybe you were jealous. You just weren't aware of it. I, yeah, most definitely. I think. So when it came to actually, I and it's not, not something like it's always been easy for me to. Well, not anymore. But it was always easy for easy for me to talk to guys. It was super easy to just like text and everything, like make the first move. And when I started just like getting to know myself in that term, like, which I don't know what the term is. I'm still between like bi and pan. Um, just because I feel like I think right now I can be bi, but I feel like I don't know if I can be pan because I say that I would date all. But you haven't done it yet. But I haven't done it yet. Right. You know, like to this point, I've dated a female and I've dated transgender male. So like that's only some of them, you know, like would I date a transgender female or would I like. Exactly. You know, whatever. Would you be comfortable with that? Yeah. I say it like. You know, but, but I don't know, sure. but I'm not sure. So, so you're not sure. I'm you... leaning more towards the buy because buy can be like just two or more, but not necessarily all of them. Right. So I do lean more towards the buy, but part of me is like, I don't know. I feel like you do find them attractive and there's very pretty transgender females that I like find very attractive and also oh, maybe it'll happen someday yeah so I'm open to it <laughs> but as of now I feel like I probably am more by just because of where I am at that point in my life if that makes sense right but you know uh, definitely finally dating a female was um very awakening well I've already always been terrible at talking to men yeah always yeah and in my friend group I'm known for like the long distance long-term crushes yeah especially when I was in from afar yes just admiring them basically yeah (laughs) so so that's how my school years went was the long-term long-distance crushes especially in high school because my mom taught at my high school oh yeah and I never wanted like any indicator I never wanted anything to get back to my mom that like I was into anybody yeah like I don't know it, it traumatized me. That's my dating trauma right there. I was going to high school that my mom taught at. <laughs> I, don't, I can't even imagine. <laughs> so so after like years and years of, of this and I've, I've personally started to classify myself as more demisexual than heterosexual. Yeah. Demisexual means that you have to be like emotionally attracted to somebody before you are physically attracted to them, before you want to have sex with them. Yeah. And that's how I kind of feel in life. I'm not super into one night stands or or getting immediately physical. Um, yes, physical with with yeah. a stranger. I do tend to like several months after meeting somebody get a develop like a full blown crush. Yeah, I had one on one of my coworkers for a while for yeah. like the first six months that I worked at my job, <laughs> and that was 
I don't want to say embarrassing because I don't think he ever caught on, but, yeah. uh, but I feel like part of my problem with dating personally, even as a straight woman is that like, I am thoroughly friend zoned before I decide I'm sexually attracted to somebody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah. Cause I'm like six months later, I'm like, you know, we should, we should go out. Yeah. And <laughs> at that point they've already, they've already put me in the friend pocket. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, that's no fun. But I've always, always been fairly straight. Yeah. So I'm going to be honest. Uh, when I was talking to Melissa about this episode, I wanted to do not a coming out story because I don't have one, obviously, but I did want to do kind of an open letter to the first women I truly was in love with that broke my heart because I was just, I feel like I'm just ready to, it's been so long, but I just have not been able to fully close the door and I was going to get into it. Yes. And I wanted to get into it and I wanted to be vulnerable and I wanted to say everything that I wanted to say, but right now I'm not in the headspace to do that because I... You guys would just be listening to like me therapy with like, well, no, not that, but like it would be, it's, I'm already emotionally like on the verge of tears this weekend. So like, I feel I'm just going to be a snotty mess. (laughs) You're not even going to understand me. And yeah, but I am hoping, I will say this. I spoke to her recently and I did tell her that any lingering hope should end in September. I was going to be very vulnerable and say everything and just be open about it. But why September? uh, Well, I'll get to that. Okay. So even though this was five years ago, like six years ago, actually, we actually talked about getting married and that date was in September. So when we first broke up, it seems so far away that I didn't even think that it was like going to affect me in any way. But now that it's like a couple months in, I realized that like any like little hope that I had was still attached to that date. Right. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like if that date passes... I don't have anything to quote unquote look forward to. Right. You might be free from and the last. Whatever I'm holding on to, I could just be like, there's no other date that would make sense. Not that I'm saying like I would still marry. I might go crazy and still marry. I don't know. <laughs> I'll be doing a, a marriage and then divorce episode <laughs> all in one. I've heard Vegas is good for that. <laughs> right? And I just, I don't know, like, I'm really hoping that once September comes, I will be fully, because until this date, like, relationships after that, if we talked about marriage, because I was serious about that relationship, I I wasn't ready to get, be serious and talk about that with somebody else. Right. So, one of the reasons why i, I might not be married or even engaged or anything is because 
I did choose to end a relationship because I thought it was going that way and I didn't necessarily want it to because I was scared that even talking about it would just like I don't make it turn into the other relationship yeah just like end you know so here I am years later and I'm just like shoot it's around the corner but obviously I don't have any expectations I obviously I don't have anything um but I did I still have that hope but I'm hoping once that's the last attachment I have I can just fully close the door even if we still I don't know I don't really I don't know how I would want to move forward but just in terms of romantic you know close the door but I mean so you're saying that at some point in September I need to take you out to a good lesbian bar and get you drunk (laughs) and find somebody for you to move on with (laughs) possibly although I am a little traumatized and I um I shouldn't say traumatized but I was left with a very broken heart that just makes it really hard for me to talk to females because you know like when I was on on dating apps I would put girls and guys right but just it just never felt not that it didn't feel right because it did it felt right it just I couldn't you know let's be honest (laughs) the lesbian jokes you know, you bring the U-Haul on the second date, <laughs> and that scares me. Come on, I, I heard do- I heard two weeks at least. <laughs> no, it's the second date, and <laughs> and I will tell you because there is someone on my on my Instagram that was just single, and all of a sudden she's with the love of her life. So even though she had just broken up with another girl. But that's not my story. Anyways, but you know what I mean? Like, I just, yes. I'm terrified to, to speak and to get attached to somebody. Cause well, maybe your I lesbian just, dating profile needs to say that you like to take it slow. You know, fourth date. Fourth, fourth date, yeah. That's probably true. I should. I need to. I just need to just see what's out there, you know? Yes. And just be be okay with everything but like I said come September I will hopefully be okay and I could just move on you know it's been a long time and I thought you know you think you're over things and then we were talking about earlier like your body remembers the stuff you know like you might not necessarily you're like your mind might be over it kind of because you know it's not a good it's not good for you but like your body and your heart right it makes you tense yeah so and I'm gonna be honest like I when I did speak to her recently like she was telling me about dating other people and it just didn't sting or hurt the way I thought it would it made me sad a little bit but not hurtful in the way that like oh like right jealous or anything you know what I mean right so that's a good first sign that is a good first sign but I don't think I've ever really talked about all this stuff it's really hard to I don't know who listens to this so (laughs) like if you're in my family if you're in my family well if I talk to you obviously you already know according to our uh, (laughs) analytics (laughs) but 
what if they're my family? Like they just, you know, you just, you, I mean, if I talk to you, you already then know. Then it's fine because yeah. everybody knew you were dating her. That's true. No, not everybody, but Mostly good majority. Everybody. Yeah, because I wasn't, you know, I was very public about it. So. Right. Life. So we were looking into Pride events this month yes. to try to switch things up and get Anna back out into the... Uh, <laughs> just feel like I am a member. Like, just, right. just you know, like I To am. remind herself that even if she is bi and she does date men, that she is also bi and dates women and a member of the community. Yes. Yes. And uh, we mostly just... Discovered that we might be too busy to go to Pride this month. I know <laughs> we really are. It sucks. Like, you know, with my, with my parent, my grandparents, my what is it? My grandpa's birthday, and we're leaving. And like, we gotta hit up that gay uh, bar in Hawaii that that dude told oh, us to yeah. go to. Do you remember what it's called? Hula's. Okay, we'll go. Yes. Just saying. Yeah. Gotta. Got to celebrate Pride somewhere. <laughs> right. Might as well celebrate Pride in Hawaii. That's true. That'll be fun. Bring a good, al- bring a good uh, rainbow shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just do rainbow makeup if it's not too hot. Does it get muggy? I'm sure it gets muggy. Oh, it's a tropical island. I know. I think but muggy is the standard for all tropical islands. I know. Islands. That's true. Gross. I will not be. Where but I'm we will be there with Josh and his fiance, and we will yeah. be there with Emily, who is also somewhere in the by Japan side of the spectrum. Mm-hmm. So honestly, like Mike and I might be the only two straight people there. <laughs> <laughs> That's good because usually I feel like I'm the only one, right? You know, between you and my cousin, and like now my mom's very straight. My mom's already told Mike that if they ever break up, she's dating the lesbian next. Nice. I could see that. Right? I could see that. Yes. So so uh, definitely we're going to have lots of allies <laughs> in Hawaii. That'll be fun. Can't wait. I can't believe it's finally happening. Right? Like people keep telling me like, oh, are you back from your trip? And I was like, I haven't, haven't even gone. gone. They're like, oh, it's been a while. I'm like, I know. Don't remind me. Almost. At work, all my coworkers are like... Because they, they're out in the field for months, and then they pop in, and they ask, like, how was the latest vacation? And I was yeah. like, the latest vacation is still Israel. <laughs> yeah. We yeah. Haven't, haven't gone anywhere. <laughs> we're, uh, we're back end of the year heavy this year. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, that's how I feel. It's just like, don't, don't remind me that I haven't gone yet, but it's almost there. We are getting closer. Yeah. But anyways, um, just to like close out the segment. Happy Pride Month. Happy Pride Month. And whatever you do, if you're celebrating, if you're an ally, have fun. Um, I have been, and if I forgot to mention, I have been to Long Beach Pride a couple years ago. And then I also went to do community service when I was working at the bank. I was in the parade um, with the Wells Fargo carriage, you know, right. like the mm-hmm. horse and carriage. Um, so that was really fun. And just to be a part of it. Uh, was really exciting and just really and just, if you're so much fun. struggling with your sexuality yeah. at any point in your life just know that all of us have struggled with yes, our sexuality at some all, point in our life are all figuring it out everybody everybody <laughs> even <laughs> melissa even the straight people even the straight people <laughs> yeah can't quite figure it out yes <laughs> moving on to our guilty pleasures segment 
As I was saying, my brother and Johnny are getting married soon, and my friends Ashley and Michael are getting married soon. And all I'm getting is wedding, wedding, wedding talk on all sides right now. So my <laughs> guilty pleasure of this week was Hulu popped up an ad saying that add it to Hulu was say yes to the dress. It heard you. And I was like, I absolutely will I say, say yes, yes to, to the say show. Yes to the dress. Yes. <laughs> I will say yes. Exactly. So I have been watching Say Yes to the Dress Atlanta all week. And these Southern brides and Southern moms and Southern grandmothers are all ridiculous. I Let me tell you. Yeah. Like, I am having such a good time. Their drama is is terrible. <laughs> um, nobody seems to like anybody. Like, honestly, if some of these people, like, said these things to me when I was trying on a dress, like, I would just burst into tears. Yeah. There are people who go through, like, 30 dresses, and their group of, of friends and family can't even say that any of the dresses are pretty. Like, yeah. you know every dress in that place is beautiful, it's like yeah. one of the best beauty bridal salons in in the South. Like, yeah. So, like, I don't understand how they can come out and everybody's like, "That dress is hideous." Like, no, that dress is not hideous. It's just all not of these your dresses style. Are like, yes. yeah, it's just not your style. It's still. And if they're not saying all these dresses are hideous, they're sitting there saying that the bride is hideous. They're just being bitter. They are. So is what it is. Bitter. <laughs> so bitter. Like, <laughs> I don't know. There have been a couple of good episodes. There was a woman who just beat breast cancer mm. and she was feeling self-confident or she was feeling some self-confidence issues yeah. with the necklines of the dresses. Oh yeah. I could see that. And she it's found definitely. like the perfect dress and it was a little over her budget and her bridal party out in the front decided that they were going to cover the, <gasps> oh, to cover the overage cost. Like if they all, if they all chipped in like 200 bucks, she could yeah. afford it kind of thing That's so nice yeah so there have been some very heartwarming episodes but mostly they are all just all terrible terrible people and I am apparently a terrible terrible person because yeah. I am enjoying the show so much you know now that you're uh bringing like weddings up I have been reading on like bridezilla stories right and those are the best they just, like they are they're not it's not quite my guilty pleasure because i don't think i've read enough of them but it is ridiculous what some brides like require and like are demanding and just oh my god i have read so many bridezilla stories of bridezillas that want all of their bridesmaids to cut their hair into the same haircut so that yeah. they match no in, in the photos like who on earth would make eight of their closest friends go get a haircut for photos. Yeah. No, no, no. This girl, this bride wanted them all to be the same height. There was a five foot girl and an almost six foot. So the five foot had to wear like Stilts. stripper, <laughs> stripper heels. And she's like, I'm not doing it. Like, right. how, how am I going to walk? Like, and I just don't understand. Like, aren't you friends with these people? Yeah. You know how tall they all are to start with. If yeah. you want them to all match, then just pick the three matching friends. I love the, like, how they, you know, because I, I oh, some of them have been, like, BuzzFeed articles. Right. But the other ones were, like, the Am I the Asshole articles. Yes. And it's like, am I the asshole that my cousin, my favorite best cousin is helping me pay for the wedding but i don't want her to be in the bridal party because she's plus size and yes, i don't want her to ruin i'm asshole. like yes do you even need to ask that right like yes without a doubt 
There was another one that you are plus sized. And if I ever get married, you are in the bridal party. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) In fact, I'm pretty sure you get first dibs on what kind of dress y'all are wearing. You know, I've always been a believer if I did ever have bridesmaids and whatever, that um, I would maybe just pick a color and then whatever style, everybody, whatever style works for you. I don't care if you want to try to outshine me, then good luck trying (laughs) because my dress is going to be queen. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Um, just, I mean, obviously don't wear white. Right. I think that's like my only, you know, but I mean, I wouldn't pick it. So if you're going to be a bridesmaid, you're going to, but no, some of these stories are crazy. I saw a really cute wedding. Um, not quite a bridezilla, but the invitations came and said, uh, they wanted everybody to wear pink if possible. And then it showed the pictures of the wedding and like all the women were wearing different pink dresses and lots of the guys were wearing like a pink shirt with their oh, suit. Okay. Uh-huh. And it was like super cute wedding yeah. photos. Yeah. And like not everybody was it wearing was a pink. Suggestion, but, you know, yeah. but it was a suggestion and lots of people followed through in it lots of different ways. Yeah. That's cute. And that was cute. But then yeah. I see other ones that are like bridezillas with very strict dress codes. And it's like, that's a little too strict. Like having a suggestion, please wear pink. That's the wedding color. Yeah. Is not the same as being like. In, in yeah. I was going to say in Spanish weddings, but like in Mexican weddings, obviously there aren't bridesmaids. Um, there's like just sponsors. They help pay all the, all the stuff. Um, so for like my sister's wedding, since she didn't have bridesmaids and stuff, she, we, and we were all sponsors. I was a sponsor, even though I was like nine. Right. Um, but you know, I just did something something cheap uh, that my mom paid for uh but we all wore the same dress or the same color most most of us wore the same dress she's like this is the dress i would like for you all to wear but if not same like it was like a periwinkle blue or something right um and then like for my grandma's wedding the periwinkle blue was so popular yeah at my at my dad and Lori's wedding i was a bridesmaid and it was the periwinkle blue yeah and then for my grandma's wedding um the 50th anniversary when they renewed their vows just like my parents did a couple months ago um everyone wore gold dresses right so that's kind of like the thing so um it's, it's just more common in, like, Mexican weddings to kind of, like, go with the color, you know? Uh, so that's not a problem. But, man, these these bridezillas are, are crazy. Like having them spend ridiculous amounts, having them sign contracts, making them lose weight, haircuts, oh, everything. Right. I could never. Like, I'm sorry. You knew what weight I was when you asked me. Yeah. No, there was this uh, bridezilla story where um, the maid of honor decided to pay for all of not pay, but like she wanted the points for her credit card. So she's like, I'll pay for the, for the dresses and y'all can just Venmo me. If she did that because she told them the dress was $400 when the dress was only 200 and oh, the, the 200 extra dollars were going to go. So the, the bride didn't spend money on her dress or like less amount. Now that's, that's, that's well, terrible. Right. So like four of them dropped out. Yeah. Yeah. No, I've read, you know, like that. The bridezilla stories. I read a bridezilla story where the woman's best friend, like the maid of honor, got pregnant. Yeah. I've read stories like that too. And then the bride is like, I don't want her to be my maid of honor anymore. I don't want a pregnant person in my photos. Yeah, no, there, there's, I've seen that. And like, like another story, she's like, my sister-in-law just got married a couple months ago and they're trying for a baby. And my my wedding date is around her due date and I don't want her due date to like 
take the attention so, away right. from my. You don't uh, want the new baby to oh outshine gosh. our wedding. Yes, that's ridiculous. But it's anyways. all ridiculous. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> I'm just all wedding, wedding, wedding at the moment. My friends Ashley and Michael though have been touring venues in this area, and I guess they've been touring some bougie places because they were they were looking at nice places, mm-hmm. but they went to like the first place and it was like. The place had an $80,000 minimum, God. and and Ashley said she told Michael, well, looks like we're not getting married after all. <laughs> <laughs> right? Not if yeah. that's the price. No, that's crazy. So now they're trying to scale down and figure out, uh, <laughs> yeah. figure out what their plan is and how far away are they willing to, to have the venue be. Yeah. Because apparently places around here are pricey. Do <laughs> they have that minimum? Well, I'm just going to make my uh, my actual guilty pleasure really quick because we started talking about weddings too much. Um, but I started rewatching The Bold Type, and it's always been a, just a feel-good show for me. Um, and I really wanted to rewatch it because I just feel like their storylines are super relatable, just well done, and I just really needed inspiration again you know right like as to how life can be and yeah. that even though life isn't always perfect exactly um and so I just okay. needed, I just needed that and I usually watch it when I'm alone because there are some scenes that make me cry you know there's like a coming out story there's like a, a breast cancer there's like a like you know, she has a miscarriage and she realizes she feels relieved. That is like a heavy storyline. Right. Because that's the moment she realized she doesn't want to have kids. Like, she's so relieved she had the miscarriage. She's like, right. does that a, make me a bad person? Right. That and Lots no. of people would say that that's a terrible thing to say, but yeah. that's a completely normal feeling yeah. for a woman to have. Yeah. So I think they're hard, just hard to really, like, normal things that can happen they're not exaggerated you know it's like there's a guy that works works there with them and and um it just it just tackles a lot of stuff and I just think they're all just well done right and um they cut it a little short because of covid uh so it did end in a little abruptly yeah they just they made a final season but it was like a way short season like six instead of like 14 episodes type thing right Uh, so they were I think they were just trying to wrap up the show um, but at least they yeah. did wrap up the show at least instead they of just did leaving ra- you hanging. Yeah, um, that's true. So, um, yeah, that's tough. It's, 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 it was a tough thing to watch. I think even though like, um, I haven't had a miscarriage or anything, but like just realizing that you don't want to have kids and then her husband leaving her because he always compromised in the relationship. Like, okay, you stay in New York. I'll go over here. Um, we'll wait to have kids. And then, you know, like. Right. He was done compromising. Like he was done compromising. He told somebody else, like, I have to decide between her. Like what I want more kids or her. Right. And he wanted kids more. And, and that's also that's, relatable. Like it, it happens, you also know. Also a valid, yes. Yeah. They're all valid stuff. And it's just such a good show. I do recommend it to anybody their 20s. I'll have to look it up. I have not watched it. Yeah, it's cute. But that's my guilty pleasure. Last but not least, to wrap up this amazing episode, I think. Just kidding. Um, I just want to send out good wishes, good vibes to Pride. Everyone in the community, um, everyone that's an ally for love, who's celebrating, who's planning weddings. um, 
and good vibes that some like whatever vibes they don't send me someone just yet because I feel like if they send me if the universe decides to be like, this is the guy for you. This is the girl for you. You're going to miss out this month. I no. I feel like I'm not at the right point. Like right. I'm going to mess it up. Like mm-hmm. don't send it to me. I'm doing the work. I'm starting therapy soon. Good vibes just, for getting over yes. the bad breakups. Yeah. So anyways, as well. Yes. See you next time. See you next time. Last but not least, to wrap up this amazing episode, I think. Just kidding. Um, I just want to send out good wishes, good vibes to Pride. Everyone in the community, um, everyone that's an ally for love, celebrating, celebrating, who's planning weddings, um, and good vibes that some like whatever vibes they don't send me someone just yet because I feel like if. They send me, if the universe decides to be like, this is the guy for you, this is the girl for you. You're going to miss out this month? I No, I feel like I'm not at the right point. Like, right. I'm going to mess it up. Like, mm-hmm. don't send it to me. I'm doing the work. I'm starting therapy soon. Good vibes just, for getting over yes. the bad breakups. Yeah, so anyways. As well, yes. See you next time. See you next time.